ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome to your weekly edition of comics. You're listening to Beyond the Panel. I'm your lovely co-host, Professor S, and I am joined here by Dr. Mensforth, your co-host. The ever-wonderful Dr. Mensforth. We are here every single week to help talk comics with you uh, because we both love them. Uh, Curtis, the infinite wealth of knowledge, and myself, the ever-loving ever loving newbie. So <laughs> we're, uh, we're here to help you out today. Curtis, how you doing, man? I am doing fantastic. Fantastic, you say? Yeah, this week I'm doing fantastic. Why are you fantastic, Curtis? Fantastic because we might be getting the Fantastic Four again. You hope so? Exactly. I uh, I definitely hope so. Well, the thing that Curtis is talking about right now, as he has so lovingly informed me, <laughs> is that um, we are getting New Marvel, a one-shot called Marvel Legacy um, by Aaron and Ribic, drops September 27th. Um, tell me what it's all about, Curtis. Yeah, so Marvel Legacy, that is definitely the biggest thing right now in the comics world as far as news go. Uh, People will remember uh, last year DC Rebirth came on the scene and created a bunch of noise. Now it's Marvel's turn to kind of, I guess, start a, start a line-wide relaunch and kind of get back to core basics with their, uh, with their comics and their series, kind of a, a return to form, if you will. So is it a full-on reboot like New 52, or...? As far as that goes, it is more or less a getting back to core essentials while still keeping, you know, seven... Well, they've been around si since the 60s, so not as long as DC, but more like 60 years plus of continuity. That's still safe. It's not going away like uh, New 52 was. Okay, so is that, like... Is that a good or a bad thing? Like, is, is the continuity of Marvel currently, like, in such a good place that they need to preserve it? Or I guess would it be you better could look at it, it in one of two ways. Okay. Um, I mean, to some, it would almost be like, why not just start fresh, almost like the Ultimate Universe? Just kind of take these characters, keep them Man, the, the same Ultimate as Universe what was we... So good. Yeah, I mean, it, it was great. <laughs> keep them the same, but maybe just start over. But others are going to be like, no, we, we love our, our shared history. We've okay, got but like, 60 years worth of stories that we want to still have you this know, is, in continuity. This is the same sort of problem with the, the expanded universe from Star Wars when Marvel and Disney took it over. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a whole bunch of people that were really upset that the extended universe wasn't canon anymore. But, like, I don't understand. Maybe you can help me understand a little bit why <laughs> yeah. why it matters. Because, like, in my mind, like those it's not like those stories don't exist. They're still there. That's it's just true. Like I a mean, like, you can always read them. They're right? there, right? They exist. And so, like, and you can still talk about people with them. If they rebooted Marvel tomorrow, whole fresh new timeline, new heroes mm -hmm. right from the very beginning, like a new Big Bang, you and I could still talk about the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, that it, still it, exists. It would still be around. That That's a fair point that you raise. I'm of the opinion that I like the fact that it's not a line-wide reboot just because I am such a big fan of their continuity. Okay. Um, and yeah, like you mentioned, certainly you can talk about those stories, but I like the the idea that you can reference past events in current stories or like other events affect current stories and all stories matter. Right. Because now you'd have to be, you know, uh, working from the ground up again. Uh, you wouldn't necessarily be able to reference past events like you still could if you if you weren't doing a. Oh, right so on I guess it, it opens up a whole bunch of different paths for writers for how they want to take things. Yeah, out. like I feel okay. like it gives them flexibility to reference past stories, but it still allows them to create fresh stories for new readers who are, you know, maybe just jumping on now because of this uh, Marvel legacy. So basically, Scott Summers is still a dick. Scott Summers is not the greatest guy. <laughs> All the things that he did still happen. Um, 
We'll have to see what he's like in Marvel Legacy, I guess. It's probably He's probably going to be a dick. Depending on who's writing him, very strong chance. I'm, I'm curious about who's going to be writing X-Men stuff. You've, you've listed a couple titles for me here that you want to talk about, but first of all, I want to ask, so are they like completely renumbering, like right from, boom, like right from the beginning? Oh, that's a great question. Um, a lot of the series that are what I would call, and what Marvel would call core series or core titles, those are going back to their original numbering, believe it or not. What? Um, so, <laughs> like Amazing Spider-Man, uh, is, you know, like they, they're in like the 30s right now. Um, that, that's Dan Slott who's writing it. Because they just renumbered it like yeah like marvel renumbers every few years so this is what like probably like volume five you know number 35 or whatever right but now they're going back to uh like 789 uh i believe is the number god that's gonna be so confusing so the for original n- numbering since the 60s that's gonna be so insanely confusing for new people to get into i can see that i i can see other longtime fans being like yeah that's awesome that they're continuing the the numbering like but it makes sense for you right but yeah like, i think it's cool but again, if i want to jump everyone is the same if if we're talking about this and someone's like yeah you know like i really want to jump in a new spider-man and then like they see a 789 on the gonna, cover they're not gonna pick that up <laughs> can be a bit daunting yeah. right it is a fresh 789 jumping on. Exactly issues of right. backstory dude <laughs> it is a fresh jumping on point like it's a new story arc but they're they are just going back to the original numbering yeah but i mean like again like if somebody doesn't know anything about it that's gonna be whoo, yeah so whoo, i don't know i mean love it hate whoo. it <laughs> every everyone is gonna feel cer- some way about that right so um tell me curtis what do you what which comics then if we're all if it's all a bunch of core stories like what are you what are you looking forward to the most what i'm looking forward to see return or and why i kind of yeah kind of just go back to what we love and know is captain america has had nothing but a controversial last year to say it to put it mildly make make cap great again (laughs) make cap great again yeah to put it mildly cap has had quite the year uh from being a sleeper hydra agent to being a nazi world leader yo i wanted to ask you about that how so i have friends that are just as much sort of into comics as Mm -hmm. you right and so like i get snippets this is how i how i got that ridiculous scott summers (laughs) um that that amazing panel right so question what what the hell was up with that Hail Hydra nonsense? So basically, to to put it in the simplest terms possible, Cap was essentially had his memories rewritten by uh, something called the Cosmic Cube. Oh uh, God! The cos yeah, it, it's gonna sound like a mouthful. The the Cosmic Cube became a sentient being called Kobik, oh. and essentially Kobik rewrote his entire history and made him think that his entire life he was actually a double agent for Hydra. So he wasn't it's not like he really was a Hydra agent just in his mind he believed he was and that's where the story kind of came from. So that's where Hydra Cap let me, essentially comes let from. Let me ask did Grant Morrison write this? Grant Morrison? No Nick Spencer. Nick Spencer. Nick, Nick I love Spencer. Nick Spencer. Yeah dude. And he wrote this. Nick Spencer wrote Are Captain America Steve, or Steve Rogers Captain America was where it was introduced and then Secret Empire. That's BS. Just man. wrapped up. That's awful. I yeah, like Nick it, Spencer. It was, That's bad. It was controversial to say the least. Come it on. Was, it, it definitely made headlines. Uh, a lot of people were shocked. I'm shocked. But that storyline wrapped up. Essentially, Cap has now been restored. They found the broken shards of the Cosmic Cube and, was, and they were able to retrieve uh, the original Steve. So, Rogers. who's writing this new run? Uh, Mark Wade is writing a new Captain America series. Oh, so you really. Mark Wade is really solid. You I mean, really like him for Daredevil. Really, right. Yeah. yeah, that that same team, the artists included. Uh, oh, wow. So, it was Wade and Chris Samney. 
Disney on art. They so are that'll doing be Captain America. That should be really incredible. Then. It is, and it's just a back to basics Captain America, the way we love him, punching bad guys in the face like he should be doing. There are plenty of Nazis to punch nowadays, too. <laughs> exactly. Yes, sadly, um, but so that is. True. What else are you looking forward to? So besides that, um, another one that I think we're both really looking forward to is Shang Chi, Master of Kung Fu. By yeah. CM Punk. Yes, that is the reason why I am super looking forward to it. CM Punk, former WWE ROH wrestler, uh, current UFC fighter, has written comics uh, for Marvel in the past. I think this is his third one that they're letting him handle. Yeah, he hasn't done a lot, but what he has done has been really he good. He did. His first one was a Thor annual that was way, 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 way better than a first-timer's comic for a first outing, been. yeah. And then he wrote uh, a, a run of Drax the Destroyer, which was incredible. That was a miniseries, right? Yeah, it was a miniseries. Okay. It's, it's really, really good. Like, he really does... God, the written version of Guardians of the Galaxy has been so bad for so long. Mm-hmm. So bad for so long. Yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy, they have gone through a rough period and in so the last like, few years. So having this Drax is like really awesome, right? Mm-hmm. It's so it's so like his his Drax run was really, really good. So I'm really I'm really looking forward to this. I I think he is a way better comic like he's so good. Like he's just he in the way he attacks things, like the way he has always attacked delivering narratives, both in, in wrestling and in comics, is just, it's fresh. I really enjoy it. Him, yeah, him taking on a, a Shang-Chi, of all characters, too, to, like, revive. I haven't seen Shang-Chi in anything since Jonathan Hickman wrote him in Avengers. Yeah, and so, so it's like... it's been a while. And Punk's kind of weird like that. He likes writing, he likes talking about, and I think thinking about pathways to do new things with new characters yeah like he that always should wants be really to, interesting he always wants to reinvent things which is awesome mm-hmm. um so how many how many issues is it well it's slated as a one shot right now what? which i know is That's horse hockey yeah i know are you eh? kidding me like it's disappointing to hear that it's a one shot but i feel like marvel maybe, please yeah if, if enough fans are like really digging it maybe we can get a mini series or something out of it maybe just as long as it's more than one issue like a six-issue miniseries would be cool. That's a bunch of bull, bull, bull something or other, let me tell you. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, maybe bes- if he's only writing one of that, though, we can get him running, like, Punisher. Yeah, so I was going to say, besides, like, that, like, Punisher would be a cool character for him to write. Uh, who else do you see uh, him maybe being good at writing or taking I mean, like, on? based on how good he did with Drax, I'd love to see him write Guardians of the Galaxy. Punisher would be cool. A Guardian series by him would be really cool, too, I um, think. I really think I would really enjoy him writing uh, Star Wars for them. Star Wars, yeah, yeah some yeah, Star Wars Marvel, stuff. Marvel has done really well. Let with him their let new him Star tackle something completely new, like like do some extended universe type stuff with him. You know, mm. that that would be that'd be freaking awesome. Um, ba, 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 goodness me, what what else would I really enjoy? Um, do you think him writing like, Wolverine would be incredible? Yeah, like uh, Punisher and Wolverine would both well, be really good. Well, what's crazy is that like finally Wolverine's actually coming back to comics because he's been dead, quote unquote, for the last uh, like three years. But yeah. they're they're bringing him back. So, so a maybe, Wolverine run from him would be really good. Yeah, too. maybe if he was if he was apt to delve away from Marvel. Um, I would like to see him write a, tur- a Ninja Turtles run. Ninja Turtle, like a Casey Jones. I would love to a see Casey him write Jones, a Casey Jones uh, series. series because that man's literally just Casey Jones like, in <laughs> like, human form. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, and I would also really enjoy seeing him write Batman. Batman, very interesting choice. Yeah, or even like even like one of the Bat family. You know, like, having, a, like a, a Nightwing, maybe? Or, I was actually thinking Red, Robin? Red Hood. Red Hood, yes. Actually, if any if any character, yeah. I, I would agree. actually think Red Hood would be, he'd be really good at writing Jason Todd. Yeah. 
Um, man, so I'm, I'm actually really looking forward to that. Master of Kung Fu, I'm going to have to keep my eyes on for uh, that. Another one that's really exciting is the, the new Moon Knight comic. That's Oh! Out. Man, I have a friend who's really into Moonlight. Yeah, I've been Moon a long-time Knight. Moon Knight fan myself. I, I really like his artistic design, like his aesthetic costume Moon Knight design. is a very visually striking character because he's all white. It's special. Like, like, he doesn't try to blend into the shadows. Right. He, he is just fully visible. So, like, I've never really gotten into Moon Knight. What does he do? Moon Knight is... Well... Moon Knight's always been known for having some identity issues. He has like split, he has split personalities okay. that he bounces between. He uh, he he's essentially, um, well, I mean, he's kind of he's similar to Batman. A lot of people have have described him that way, but he's really not. Uh, other than his gadgets and his money, like character wise, like and motivation wise, he's nothing like Batman. But he's just a really fascinating character, like mentally, like his psyche is very interesting to explore. Okay. So I've always found just reading Moon Knight has always been a, a, an interesting, so introspective he, look at the mind. Is he related in any way, shape, and form to the Taskmaster? Uh, yeah, Moon Knight and Taskmaster have clashed on many occasions. The two of them are definitely longtime foes. Okay, because they look really similar. Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, Another series that I think is big news, and going back to how we started the show, was The Return of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, so, like, on a scale of 1 to 10, how, how sure are you of a re- like them coming back? I'm, I'm, I'm a 10 on that one. We are, we are getting them back. It's more a matter of when. What okay. we're getting from Marvel in the next couple months is something called Marvel 2-in-1, which is a revival of like their classic 70s comic, where it was, it was basically a team-up book. And what they're doing is they're using Thing and a Human Torch, and they're going on a quest. Yes. To, yeah, it's Thing and Human Torch together, yes. and they're going on a quest to find the remaining members of the yes. Richards family. So, they're, so they're looking for oh. Reed, they're looking for Sue, they're looking for Franklin and Valeria, oh their my children. God, that's gonna be so. Because at the end of Secret Wars, uh, which was written by Hickman, and it tied into his Fantastic Four run, like the Richards family were the climax of that run. Is right. You have them and then the Avengers they went missing at the end of Secret Wars and they're rebuilding the multiverse right. after it got destroyed and then re and then basically got respawned so they're they're fixing the multiverse and they're out there it's just a matter of finding them so I, I know we're getting them. Reed Richards is way too smart for his own damn yeah brain. Reed Richards brilliant mind and he inherited the the powers of the Beyonders so now he just has insane power him and Sue and their kids have uh, basically exist out of time and they're just rebuilding the universe um, but we will get the Fantastic Four again. That I'm sure of. It's and we a matter are, of we when. Are, we are going to delve into them. Oh, we will. In a full episode Absolutely, some yeah. point in the near yeah, we'll, future. We'll, we'll talk about them more in depth later. But just for now, Marvel 2 and 1 is a title that I'm looking, I'm looking forward to for sure. So I guess the big question that's, that's supposed to be asked, uh, asked here, mm-hmm. um, with how badly Marvel's been doing business-wise lately. Oh, man. Is this, is this gonna, do you think this is going to help them? That's a great question. I mean, I've heard it on both sides. People are saying, like, this could be Marvel's DC Rebirth because commercially uh, DC Rebirth has been fantastic. Every single time DC's DC consistently seems, on the top seller list. Whenever, like, all the whenever time. they do a reboot, they always, things always seem to go yeah, well. Yeah, and like, they're New doing 52 great. sold well, too, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah, so this could work in their favor, but at the same time, you yeah, you can reboot or you can kind of go back to basics, back to essentials, and kind of return to what made people love your characters. But if you don't have good talent writing your books, that they're not going to sell. That is what I was going to get at. 
So it, it could go either way. What I'm more concerned with is is who, what kind of talent are we going to be getting on new Marvel comics? Obviously CM Punk and Mark CM, Wade. Yeah, that is, that is good. Those are two pretty big names. Mark, Mark Wade has never left Marvel, though. Like, he's always, he's been with Marvel for the last little bit. I mean, yes and no. Like, he, he still writes, he still writes stuff for DC, right? Like Mark Wade hasn't written anything for DC in some time. Like, he wrote a really good Flash run, but that was in the 90s. I'm trying to think. Like, I could have sworn. He, he's been with Marvel now for the last, the last... Okay, all uh, right. A long time. But he, no, but I mean, he helped write 52. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, no, you're, you're right. So I guess like a decade ago. So I mean, recently, but not like super recently. God, that makes me feel old. Was 52 really that long 52 ago? 52 was 2006. Jesus it's, Christ. It's almost 2018, man. Oh my God. Just... So my, I wouldn't call that recent, but my yeah. My spirit is about to leave its mortal <laughs> coil. Oh. But yeah, like talent talent is definitely going to be the drawing factor, I think, for a lot of us. It's it's who's going to be writing these series because you can have any character, and if you have a good writer, it doesn't almost even matter what the character is. Yeah, no, I Unpopular think... Unpopular characters can be popular just based I on I think we absolutely them. both agree on that fact, yeah. right? Like, we both enjoy to follow writers and their best work more than characters. Yeah, I mean, obviously, there, writers. there's characters we're always going to follow. Like, you, I know you... You really like Daredevil. Yeah, I've always followed Daredevil. You'll, you'll always read whoever writes yeah, him. Yeah, exactly. And I'm always going to follow whoever writes Blue Beetle and Booster <laughs> exactly, Gold. Exactly, yeah. Probably sure. probably always Aquaman now as well? Yeah, Aquaman is always enjoyable. Well. Generally. That's for we'll, next week. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. That's yeah. for next week. Yeah, not always, but I guess we'll talk about that in the future. Uh, literally next week, so tune yeah, in next week. Absolutely. Tune in next week. Looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, so it's 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 all about talent, and Marvel writers have been like fleeing. Some of Marvel. their biggest names, like Max Ed Exodus. Brubaker, gone. What's he doing now? Ed Brubaker? Yeah, he's writing for Image Comics because oh. you own your characters, so you get more money for one because you actually own the rights, and then you don't have editorial I feel like telling you what to write. Gotta also be really difficult, right? Because like it people, can be because launching people, can be scary, and most people aren't like you and me following authors. Most people do tend to follow characters yeah. more. But a lot of the critically acclaimed stuff is coming from Image uh, just because they do have full creative control over there. So a lot of uh, Marvel writers have been jumping over there. Like Jeff Lemire, yeah. he, he's not with Marvel anymore. Uh, Jonathan Hickman, at least right now, isn't with Marvel. Is he uh, writing for Image? He, yeah, he writes a couple Image comics. He might even be moving to DC. What's he writing? Uh, for Image, he's writing something called East of West, uh, Black Monday Murders, and he was writing uh, Manhattan Projects. Any of them good? Uh, all of them are fantastic. Okay. I, I read anything Hickman does. He's he's one of my favorite writers. Explain some of those to me, then. Uh, Black Monday Murders is about the corrupt financial institutions and how they run oh. the world. It's oh. so interesting. That's got to be incredible. It, and East of West is basically a Western post-apocalyptic... Like, it's a post-apocalyptic Western thriller. <laughs> basically, what? it's set with, like, the four horsemen of the apocalypse, but it's, like, this Western kind of futuristic storyline. Oh, my God. It's so artistically and just creatively such an insane idea, but I it's awesome. I gotta check that out, then. Yeah, East of West, Black Monday Murders, uh, both great. Um, but he might be he might be doing more for Marvel. He, he had a S.H.I.E.L.D. series that he's finishing the last two scripts on. Okay. And those are going to be coming soon, so he will have that for Marvel. And then whatever for DC, he might be doing some more for DC as well. Which should be kind of cool. Yeah. I hope. I hope. He might do some of the Watchmen crossovers oh! for DC. Or he might write a Legion of Superheroes uh, series for DC. That'd also be really cool, too. Yeah, it would be. I, I was... Again, like I, I mentioned in last week's episode, I've been reading a lot of Teen Titans lately. And when mm-hmm. they when Teen Titans showed up, when the Legion of Superheroes showed up in Teen Titans, I yeah, they're so cool, and he would do so good on that title. Ultra Boy's so dope. Yeah. <laughs> um. So with all these 
mass fleeings of good authors, the mass exodus of really good writers. Yeah, there's been a lot and lately. The stranglehold of the stranglehold of editorial over the storylines. Can you explain to me how this is going to be? How this Marvel Legacy thing is going to be good? Well, I mean. If if it pans out well, and I hope it does, I really do. I mean, both of us want it to turn yes, out well. I, don't I think never want is bad stories in comics. No, never. You you always want to root for for your favorite characters and and uh, series to do well. But if I I just hope that Marvel Legacy, uh, since it is kind of a more of a, I guess a return to form and returning to legacy characters, I f- I hope and I feel that Marvel maybe is gonna let more creative control. Um, that I I just hope that they're gonna allow more creative control to the writers on their respective titles and just allow them to write stories that they want to write. And for the most part, they do. But there are always those times where editorials like you need to tie into this event, and then we just get unnecessary filler issues or just unnecessary crossovers and they're not they're not very tightly written stories so i just want more of that kieran gillen's uncanny yeah yeah exactly and if marvel can deliver on that and maybe just return to what makes all of us love marvel in the first place is just great characters great shared connected universe but also great individual stories on their own it it could turn out well i've heard explained i've heard explained the difference between the two companies explained this way before is that uh DC is gods learning how to be humans while Marvel is humans learning how to be gods. That's a great analogy. And so, like, it depends on what you like, but for the most part, people like to read something that they can identify with, right? And that's Marvel, for the most part, has always had these grounded characters, and I guess returning more to this kind of style... Could be incredibly successful. Could be really great. Yeah, exactly. So we can only hope that it's going to turn out well. I want it to. I always want there to be more good comics, right? Like it's more infuriating. Comics, more good comics is always. A it good is thing. slightly annoying and infuriating when I look at like my backlog and see that I've got to read like four hundred some odd issues. Oh but my goodness! At the same time, it's like you know, like I would rather there it's be not f- the worst problem in the I, world. Yeah, I would rather be f- there. There be a four hundred issue backlog for me to read than like a three issue backlog. Yeah, exactly. Not having any good stories versus hundreds of good stories. Then you just end up rereading the same stuff, which is fine and dandy. Like I like to go back and reread stuff occasionally too. But like, c- come on, come on. Both of us know that we would just rather have like better stuff to exactly. read. Exactly. What What are you looking forward to, or what kind of characters are you personally oh. feel like you would want to check out? I mean, like. I really, really super enjoyed, um, I really super enjoyed Hawkeye, right? Written by Fraction. Yeah, but like the problem, Fraction's Hawkeye was one of the best things the in recent years. The problem is, is that I don't think anybody can really top that in my mind. No, it is the definitive Hawkeye run. Jeff um, Lemire did have a little run on Hawkeye, actually, right after uh, Fraction. Right, so, and it was actually also was really good, good as well. Yeah. Um phew. Again, like I'd really like to see now that Logan's alive again. I'd really like to see a Wolverine run. Yeah, I think, a new a new Wolverine. I think if you get fresh talent on it, then like there is absolutely the ability to have something brand new from that mm-hmm. and fresh and interesting. Um, I think that some other like low key like hero groupings would be really fun like b-list type hero groupings would okay. be really really interesting too right okay um like give me give me something led by like doctor strange doctor strange give me like a give me like a team up initiative led by doctor strange or like to a fight mystical like, team yes. of various marvel sorcerers yes. go around yes. the world and fix magic yes. in the universe give me that cuz ma- like 
Give me my that. idea is like magic is infecting the world, and you get all these Marvel sorcerers, and give they me, just go around the world fixing things. Give me things. that. Call it Doctor Strange, and I don't know, Doctor Strange and and the, and the Sorcerer Supreme, or something like that. I don't know. But something like that. There, um, there is there was a Doctor Strange team up book actually, so it's probably similar to that. Yeah, I mean, fair. Uh, I would I would really enjoy something like that. Um, Man, I want to see Ant Man, but like Scott, Scott Lang, Scott Ant-Man? Lang as Ant Man, not not. Well, Nick Spencer had a really Hank good. Pym. Nick Spencer had a really good Scott Lang Ant Man. It was called Astonishing Ant Man because he's amazing, and that that Nick has Spencer been is. done. Yeah, so go, check out Nick Spencer's Astonishing um, Ant Man if you want some more of that. What about like a cosmic series dealing with like Silver Surfer and like the philosophical nature of his of his existence? That'd be really awesome. Dealing with like existential issues of like identity because Silver Surfer's always been a wanderer looking in at worlds but never actually fitting in into any of them. So just a really cool new Silver Surfer comic. Could be I think really that would be really good too. I've got it. I want to see a new Sinister Six comic. There we go. I want to see a there new Sinister go. Six comic, but I don't want like the same old, same old Sinister Six. I Not want, the classic lineup. No, I want Electro. I want Mysterio. I want. We need Mysterio again. Who I hasn't been around in forever? No, I, want, I haven't seen. I him want in ages. Craven. Craven. Okay. Um, those are all classic members. Yeah, yeah. No, I want. I want those three for sure. Okay. For sure, and then maybe three other, and then three other ones that you could you could fit in there that would also be that would like fill different roles. For yeah, the team. right. And like so, Superior Foes of Spider Man made me realize how awesome and interesting it was, um, uh, how awesome and interesting it was to have like villains of Spider Man be in like a team where like you only glimpse him like briefly yeah like spider-man like, he's is only, only a tangential yeah like, like he's only there like character but not actually like but like you also there. at the end the end game of this is like they have to win right like you can't write, give them a win right you can't you can't write this comic and not have them like at least come out on top because yeah. otherwise it just looks they've stupid. always been on the bottom their whole lives They're, might as well give them a win you gotta, once in a while right right um scorpion would be another cool oh, yeah. one scorpion's a good sandman would be a cool one what about one? a ridiculous spider-man villain like uh the spot or like will o the wisp some re- i'm pulling from some really obscure spider-man yeah villains there, those are you you'd have to do some re- research into them but they're really interesting villains God, he's got so many villains Spider-Man does. Spot is basically covered. He looks like a Dalmatian wearing a bodysuit. It's just white with black spots like, all over. And they're like black holes that he can teleport. I don't want it to be another he's Superior really Foes. Like, I don't want it to no, be... No, it can't be the same in style, you're right. I don't want it to be another B-list cast of villains. Like, I want there to be comedy involved with the clashes of different personalities, but I still want them to be a-list Spider-Man okay. villains. Okay, so just not so, like the classic. So more bigger ones then. Yeah, like Scorpion would be Sp- okay. Scorpion would be another good one that I would love to have in there. Uh, give me Black Cat in there. Why not? Black Cat. Okay. Why not? She's right? normally been kind of an anti-hero, never a full-on villain, but but like I feel like that would be kind of fun to have yeah, her in there. It'd be, it'd be interesting. Sandman in there would be real oh, cool. Oh, Sandman's too. great. Sandman's always good. So yeah, give me give me a Sinister, give me a new Sinister Six comic okay. and have them win. Okay, fair enough. Um, we are running out of time here, so we're going to move on to the last section of the show. Um, other than Marvel, our, other than Marvel Legacy, uh, there's just one. Yeah, comic. that's a big thing. There's just tomorrow. one comic coming out next week that, I, or this week, sorry, dropping tomorrow that I'm really excited about, and that's Batman Murder Machine number one. Um, as the events of Dark Knight's Metal 
continue to go through the DC universe. Uh, the creatures of the dark multiverse stand ready to invade our world. That sounds really interesting. Uh, Snyder's writing it. Uh, who's who's the artist? On no, uh, Frank Thierry's writing. Oh it. no, Snyder's writing the core series. This right. is this is a tie-in issue. So Frank I guess Thierry's writing it. Ricardo Federici is the okay. artist. Okay. Um, and then last week's last week's top ten uh, best-selling comics: Batman Red Death number one, Batman number thirty-one, Nightwing twenty-nine, Justice League twenty-nine, Superman thirty-one, Star Wars Annual number three, Green Arrow thirty-one, Journey to Star Wars episode eight, The Last Jedi, Captain Phasma number two, Green Lantern thirty-one, and Wild Storm number seven. Curtis, my dude, what are you reading this week and why? Well, for one, that was a lot of DC. Correct. Analysis. A lot well, of DC may, comics. Maybe we'll see some more Marvel things kind of trickle Let's on hope. the list in the coming weeks. Let's hope. What am I reading? Uh, Marvel Legacy, clearly. Um, other than that, there's not a whole lot for, for tomorrow that I'm, as far as new issues go. Marvel Legacy, I'm I'm interested in checking out Batman. And and then just other current things I'm reading. I'm still working through uh, Jonathan Hickman's amazing Avengers saga. Cool. Uh, and that's about all all I'm reading. What about you? What have you been up, up uh, to? Recently, I, I read Nick Spencer's The Fix, yeah, which is a really good. It's a really good Miami Vice type thing. Um, it's an independent. It's an independent comic. It's just about two guys basically. That's com- by Image Comics. Yeah, committing committing crime, uh, more or it's less. Both speed, just absolutely deplorable. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The humor is. Um, <laughs> Raunchy, yeah. uh, and I've been reading the DC Rebirth of Green Arrow, which has been really, yeah, really good. Yeah, I, re- I I like Green Arrow quite a bit too. I've been reading that one myself. Yeah, so um, that's I guess that's what we've been doing. Uh, we really, really enjoy you guys coming in and sharing Absolutely. this week with us. Uh, Feedback to- is always appreciated. Yeah, so hit us hit us up on on the, the Twitter, which is at BTP Comic UMFM. Yes, I realize I couldn't made it. I couldn't have made it any more confusing. <laughs> um, and at the email beyond the panel. UMFM at gmail.com. Send us your thoughts, questions, concerns. One of us will answer them for sure. We, we love answering your guys' We just love uh, having conversation questions. with you guys. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you very much for joining us. It's been Beyond the Panel on UMFM. Have a good night, guys. We'll see you guys next week. 